0: So in this second part, I would like us to talk about your studies, um, because I know you're very educated. So I was thinking, how did you manage your studies in Cameroon? And then, yeah, let's start with that, because those were not optimal conditions to study in.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, my education back home, there was no education for me. I was, you know, because of what I was going through, school was not even something that I was considering I was I wasn't really active in going to school and the time I went to school I was doing very poorly I mean and no, like I said no one cared really um so I mean school back home I don't really think that I really went to school did any studies back home
0: <laughs> Did you go to public school yeah oh
1: yeah I went to public schools yes I went to public school um when I came to the us I was in the i believe it was eleventh grade yeah. Secondary, um, yeah, but it wasn't really. I was. It's not like I took school seriously because you know back home, in order for a child to be serious school, the parent or the caregiver would have to stay on top of the child to make sure they do the homework, they study. But nobody really cared about that. So, why did I care <laughs> yeah. as a child? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so I pretty much I also have done my study here in the U.S., but back home I, I really don't count that.
0: So then, so when you got to the US, you picked up studying?
1: Yes. What what
0: motivated you?
1: What motivated me is um, my story from back home because as I was getting ready to come here to the US, um, because I was a bad person, a bad child, not going to school, doing very poorly. my future was already determined that I wasn't going to do well in life, you know? And uh, that, and I was told that, that the way you're going, you know, you're throwing your life away and it doesn't seem like you're going to make it. I was told that a week before I traveled and because I wasn't doing well at school, I was delinquent and uh, I was just look at it as somebody, okay, he's, you know, his future is already determined that he's not going to be anybody in life. <laughs> it was already that decision was already made for me based on what they were saying. But they didn't realize that, okay, me acting up was a result of what yes. I was going through. But um, as a result of those experiences back home, uh, that's how my dream was to become a psychologist. Um, yes, that's how that's where it all started because I wanted to understand people's behavior. I wanted to know why people... You were thinking the way they were thinking, and why they were acting in such ways. I wanted—I was so dedicated about understanding human behavior because to me, human, were just cruel. Because—and it's funny—I had this natural ability that I can see through people. I don't have to interact with you for five minutes; I can tell you if you are a genuine person or not. So I had this not that that I consider that as a natural ability, and I always like to analyze people. Mm-hmm. Because I like but to, you,
0: you know, it comes from your childhood, right?
1: I you have no have idea, but it was just—it was just a, for some reason—it was just something that it was natural that I could mm-hmm. pick up on behavior mm-hmm. instantly. As soon as I see come across some somebody, I would assess the person, and I can tell you what's going on with this person. It was just mm-hmm. a natural ability, and I was very driven by understanding human behavior and understanding oh wow and i could see a lot i could see a lot of people and that's how i knew how people were fake how people were hypocrite how people will put a smile on their face when they're really struggling on the inside i could see a lot of that and the sad thing is i could also see a lot of children suffering you know and uh, That's how I made a decision that, you know, I wanted to become a psychologist. That was just a childhood dream that I wasn't even thinking about it back then because back home, I don't even know if psychology was, there was even programs, psychology, back. I wasn't even thinking about it. But it's something that I know I was passionate about. So there I come to the U.S. Um, In the African culture, when you come to the U.S., everybody's promoting you to go into the medical field because... That's what is marketable and that's what pays well. And in order for you to uh, do well as a psychiatrist you have to get a PhD. So, so I get here, my mom is like, my mom and my stepfather was like, Oh, you know, no, you know, go to medical school. You know, you're going to quickly find a job and uh, yeah, you're going to make good money, you know. So I'm like, Okay, I followed that recommendation. I enrolled in, um, to become a radiology tech. They wanted me to do nursing, but I'm not, they want to be a nurse. I'm like, I'm going to do something else. So as I'm taking courses to become a radiologist technician, I don't like it. I don't like the classes. I'm not motivated to study. I'm that I'm doing poorly. My GPA is dropping. I'm getting frustrated because I don't like what I'm doing. I don't like what I'm studying. I don't even like the hospital in the first place. So being frustrated, I'm going to. I went to see a, a career counselor at a college, and then um, he asked me, "Oh, so what do you want to do?" What, what I mean, I understand this is not for you. Then he asked me, "What, what, what do you like to do?" So I, I told him that I always wanted to become a psychologist because I like to help people who are suffering from emotional needs. That's what I told him. He's like, "Okay." It's like well in order for you to become a psychologist and do well you need at least a, a master or a PhD and you know but what you can do you can go to school to become a therapist you know that you can get a, a bachelor and a master and you'd be fine so I went ahead and um, follow his recommendation and that's what I did so I went I had my master's and bachelor's degree in the clinical. Social work, and uh, I've been working as a therapist over the past eight years.
0: Um, wow! Yeah. Well, congratulations! That's okay. really uh, transforming pain into purpose. So
1: yeah, 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 literally transforming pain to purpose, as you stated. I'm really
0: um, proud of what you've done with your life, given what was done to you and what you didn't have. So yeah, yeah really. I was
1: saying, yeah. I would say I was driven because a part of me had something to prove.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A part of me had something to prove because I was already told that um, I wasn't going to make it. And yeah. uh, I knew that it was. I had something to prove and I realized that no one really cared about my life. But I had to take responsibility and to take charge about my life. Because nobody else is going to do it. So I became I channeled that and became a very driven person. And mind you, when I came here to the U.S., I was not speaking English. That's an un- you? Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Trust me, um, I came here with no English. I, you know, I'm from I'm francophone. Yeah. Um, I'm back home, English. I'm in school. I wasn't going to school, let alone taking English classes. So yeah. I came here. Um, I wasn't speaking any. Um, in English, and I remember I graduated when I came here. I completed high school. I did 12th grade. I remember going to school with an English and French dictionary, walking around, literally walking around with it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: I was yes, I was spending a lot of time studying because you're just not studying the material, but you have to study the translation at the same time. Yeah. So I, I successfully graduated. I had my high school diploma, uh, and then I went to college. And uh, yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. And high school was that. That one year that I did in high school was also hell, <laughs> because um, not speaking French and kid at that age. When I had a, when I have a presentation, is it, is is just a nightmare. Oh, yeah
0: everybody making fun everybody and, making
1: fun uh, of me yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's, a, it's a whole nightmare
0: you've been working for eight years as a therapist so yeah. what kind of clients have you been having oh experience? gosh
1: that's a whole world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, i've seen it all i would say literally i've i've seen every I, i've seen everything i i don't i don't think there's anything there hasn't been anything that i haven't witnessed i've seen so so much <laughs> And uh, it, it changed my whole perspective about life. And you see how people are really struggling. I mean,
0: tell us more. That uh, changed
1: perspective. I mean, from people really, you know, seeing, um, hallucinating, um, mm. a lot. I mean, people who really want to kill themselves in front of you. Um, people who mm. try to fight you. Um, yeah, I've have seen every I've worked with everything, everybody. To be honest, I've seen all mm-hmm. all type. Oof. <laughs> Oof. So
0: how have you been able to manage your own past? Not you know, not being triggered by these sometimes extreme situations. That
1: are- it was a journey. I'm I'm not gonna lie. It was it was a journey. Um, first of all, when the, I didn't realize what was going on with me, you know, when I got here in America, because. Some of the things that I struggle with, I had insecurities, I had low self-confidence, I had trust issue. Uh, I had a lot of issues and uh, I didn't understand. I thought they were just a part of my personality, the way I was born. But as I started taking classes, when I started in college, I started to learn about myself because you're learning about human behavior, the trauma and all of that. Mind you, I'm learning this to go out there and help people. But in reality, I was learning about myself. <laughs> I was yeah, learning about myself. Yeah. So the professors, they're explaining, okay, this is why people will act a certain kind of way because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm sitting there in the class saying, oh, that's why I act the way I act. This makes <laughs> perfect sense. Yeah. This is because I, this is how I this is, this is. This is why I'm the way I am. It makes sense yeah. because of X, Y, and Z because of this happened in the past. Because mind you, I never know anything about trauma and I never knew the consequences. Mm-hmm. I know, okay, it was an emotional pain. But the problem that we don't talk about is the consequences because you, yeah. you develop some personalities like you have some fears, you have insecurity, you have low self-esteem, you have anxiety. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you have lack of confidence. Where is this coming from? yeah the way yeah coming that, from, So it yeah. oh, so was a big awareness for me and awareness was I guess the beginning of my healing because I started to understand a lot about myself mm-hmm. um, even until today I still yes. struggle with all these things but it's just that I'm just able to manage them better because I have a better understanding of what's going on oh wow yeah.
0: I just find you so brave to to say that, you know, on this uh platform because we need to hear that more and more. Because many of us in our communities, we with the shame that comes with even recognizing feelings, people are ready to fight you that their past doesn't affect them. And actually it does. Um I in the in the post you posted on Facebook, you said it didn't stop you from achieving your goals, but they are there. And I think that's the important part because you have the awareness, but you still, you still achieving your goal. You're still following your purpose, but you're aware that actually this life I had, you know, it can cause me to feel for myself moody, anxious sometimes. Um, sometimes I will have like stressful emotions just come up. I have to figure out, to so, okay, what's going on? What caused this? and, That questioning, that um, awareness actually brings us to find ways to regulate ourselves, regulate our emotions. When I cook a dish and my kids, they come, they look at it and they say, Berk. You know, I take a deep breath. I know that it will come and trigger me because I didn't have food to eat. And my, you know, So, so that I dissociate my own personal experience going on inside from the situation happening in front of me. Without awareness, I wouldn't know that there's a difference. And I will start screaming at my child,
1: you know? There is a difference. It's funny that you mentioned that because I go through that with my kids um, because I was raised that when an adult says something, you better do it. Yeah. But my kids, yeah, no, they, they, you're gonna have to speak so many times and it gets to the point where I'm getting very upset. (laughs) I'm getting very upset. Because I'm like, I'm telling you to stop doing something and you keep doing it. And I have to keep repeating myself. And yeah. at some point, I was there was some anger building up, getting upset at my kids because they weren't following instruction when I'm telling them to do something. Um, but I had to, just like you said, I had to learn that, okay, I'm feeling this way because, you know, when I was a child, if you say no, you oh, yeah, you're going to end up at a hospital. You're ending up at a hospital. But mm-hmm. here I have my kids. I had to say something two or three times for them to listen. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to learn that, okay, there's my past or so what I went through, it doesn't have to be theirs. I don't have to be upset because they don't listen, simply because every time somebody snapped their finger, I had to move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I shouldn't build the anger. I should be able to. You know, have be able to tell them to do something, and I shouldn't have to get upset about it. Mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't yeah. have to get angry about it because that anger wasn't the fact. It's not the fact that um, they're not doing it. The anger is like, well, I didn't have it this way back then yeah. when I was yeah. a child. I didn't have it this way. Yeah. You know, yeah. and you here, I have to talk, yell a couple of times for you to actually pay attention to what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. so I had to learn how to. You know, separate myself from that mm-hmm. equation because this is a different generation. This is the circumstances are different. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's still way that you can be strict with your kid without build without allowing that anger to trans to, to, to communicate with them.
0: You know, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely hard. It's really really difficult, and it's a kind of a, I would say a battle of every an adjustment, an everyday adjustment. Um, really, yeah, because even some small things, you know, you would say, I don't know, they would call you Mir- uh, Mama, Mama, you don't answer immediately, and then they say, Miriam, you know, then I stand, you know, because once get... again, and then, you know, it it's nothing, but I think, oh my God, if I had called an adult in my life by their first name, you know, but they do it very naturally, and then they, now they have my attention, they tell me what they wanted to tell me, some we we'll find it fascinating, you know. Yeah, we are learning. And this is the awareness we hope people will get. Because if you don't know about these things, you will say your kids are disrespecting you.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: And then you will lash out at your kids. Yep. And then over time, you can actually end up doing the same thing or a version of what was done to you, to your, to yeah. your
1: children. It's good, yeah. that you, it's good that you say that because I will see that part Coming out, Like, okay, Mm -hmm. why am I being very upset and a little bit aggressive with them? Where Mm -hmm. I told myself that I would never treat my kids the way I was treated, and I know I love them dearly. Um, But I can see that, okay, I was, because then I'm getting a little aggressive with them, which is, it's not out of the way, it's not the way it's supposed to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, it takes a lot of work. And without the awareness, you can, we can have the intention and still end up
1: yeah, you know, you have to be in tune with your feelings and have that awareness and um, yeah. have that self-control.
0: <laughs> yeah. As a Cameroonian man, I I know that you're a therapist and uh, you're um in tune with your feelings. What would you tell other men from our context about feelings?
1: Well, um, what I would tell them is, you know, I'm talk. I, I can talk about my feelings all day, but I'm not sitting here thinking that. I'm weaker because i'm i have feelings no i'm not weaker because that's the stigma behind it that if you talk about your emotion how you feel uh you 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 see you're weak no i'm not a weak person um but i'm just vocalizing my reality and the problem bottom line is the fact that i'm able to talk about it it liberates me i know who i am i know my struggles i'm not ignoring it and uh like I always say it doesn't stop me from doing what I'm supposed to do, but the problem is, you know keeping those things into you, toughen it up is actually doing you some damage because you you're gonna have a person, some personality trait that you don't want to have. a lot of a lot of time you want to know why people have anger's issue, anger issue. why we're, why us African or? Cameroonian? We are drinking men, drinking so much. why Where is that coming from? Mm-hmm. Where, where is that coming from? All of those drinking because you are using negative mechanism, you know, to numb all the emotional pain that you feel because you feel like, oh, you know, you don't want to talk to someone, but you, you you are, at the end of the day, you're really hurting yourself. So, I mean, there's nothing wrong talking to somebody about how you feel, processing your feeling, and, and it's okay, you know. Nobody's going to say you're weak or... You know, my wife doesn't see me as weak. I'm not. I don't see myself as a weak person. You're not weak. It's all about having a purpose. As a matter of fact, talking about your feeling is being courageous. Yeah. You are confronting yourself, and you can talk about who you are. You're not hiding who you are, and you're not hiding what you're going through. Period. But yeah. if you are in denial about it, it's only going to damage you. So what, what I would say to not just Cameroonian men, men in general, because. As working as a therapist, I've seen, oof, I've seen a lot of men who are very smart, very intelligent, with a lot of potential, but um, they don't want to seek help because they're going to tell you they're fine, but you can see that they are not fine. And you can mm. see that they're throwing their life away. Um, and because the reason why they are throwing their life away, because they have some issues. They are unmotivated. They don't want to do anything. Um, they don't have that confidence. They have anger issues. They, they're using substances. But you're telling me you're fine because you don't want to deal with your past. Mm-hmm. You don't want to deal with your own emotional pain. Yeah, And that's where strength comes in, dealing with those emotional pain and recognizing that, okay, there's, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to have a past where you were weak, where you were powerless. It's okay because that's, a, that's the whole... Thing here is about this um machismo things that we have that we don't want to feel powerless that's the whole problem we meant we don't want to feel powerless but then again when it comes to trauma you can in order for you to better move forward you have to recognize that you have a past and how that past affected you and the fact that you have a better that understanding you're gonna be able to move forward in a better way. Because now you're understanding on who you are and your feelings and emotion. Because yeah. let alone if I wasn't aware of who I was, like I told you, if I wasn't aware of my past and the connection between who I am today and what I went through in the past, I would have still had relationship issues. I would see had trust issues. I would have I wouldn't even have the confidence to do the things that I'm doing today with my life. It takes mm-hmm. confidence. You know, to to move forward and accomplish the things that I've been able to accomplish. But if you don't have that, then, um, yeah. Because those are barriers that hold people back. Oh, yeah. You have anger's issue. You snap at everybody. You come home. You become aggressive with your spouse. And, uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, you abuse your spouse. It could be psychological, but it's abuse.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hiding yourself. Yeah, that's why men are more prone to commit suicide than women.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they have to put this mask in public. It's heavy.
1: The mask of masculinity. Um, There there is a time and place for that. Um, You don't need to be all tough all the time. You know, you you don't have to be. There are times that okay, you, you. you need to be there as a man, but the all time that it's okay to be vulnerable. You're a human being. Your heart is not in the rock. <laughs> you have feelings and emotion. And yeah. it's okay right to talk about it. <laughs> you know, but um yeah. But, yeah, yeah, I would encourage um my brothers um to, to to be it's okay, you know, to talk about their feelings and how they feel even if it's with your I know sometimes, especially the only people you can talk to maybe your your wife, and you might you don't want your wife to see you as a weak person. And then the people that the male friend that you have, you know, you don't want to show them that you're in a vulnerable situation. I mean, you're gonna to have to talk to somebody at some point.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just feel stuck, actually. Yeah, and you don't even benefit from the relation because relationships can really heal. If we are in that safe relationship where we connect, but if you don't feel and open up to your spouse, actually, it's a lonely place to be at. It's a lonely place.
1: And I'll tell you, a lot of the man behavior that you see, um, the fact that you you see men, you see a man is not affectionate, he doesn't really interact much, he doesn't give the attention. Yeah, all of that plays into the picture. You know, a lot of the, of the, the, the reaction that us men have, it has nothing to do with you. Because sometimes we, you, women thinks that okay maybe I'm the problem I'm doing something wrong no it's not you it's the person it's the man who's dealing with his own issues and that mm-hmm. that goes that goes to um, cheating too yeah. when I always say when a man goes out there and cheat that don't blame don't blame you don't blame yourself for that that yeah. is not your fault it's all, all yeah he's dealing with his own issues and um, yeah and it's just going out there that has nothing to do with you i mean um, even jay-z uh, cheated on beyonce <laughs> so right. beyonce got cheated on hey who are you to? you know so it's, it's yeah. not it's, it's you are not a problem i always tell when i have conversation with women about this i'm like you're not a problem so stop beating yourself yeah. up it is the men' problem yeah. because he hasn't learned how to deal with some of the issues that he has and he feels like okay going out there is a way of escape and mm-hmm. escaping from emotions of yeah. emotional pain, whatever situation, stress that you may go through, you go out there, you find comfort and somebody else is outside and you end up doing the wrong thing yeah, just yeah. because you don't want to find comfort. your so wife, Because it's familiarity. It's the same thing is familiarity and you don't want the person that you live with to see you some kind of way. Oh yeah. I know you're also a coach. Yes. I'm starting my program. I'm doing, actually, I'm doing a couple of things. One thing I forgot to mention is I'm actually starting my PhD program at the end of this month. From, oh, wow. So I'm starting my PhD in psychology. Um, I'm starting at the end of this month. So finally, I almost put it off. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to go back to school, but I'm like, you know what? I always wanted to be a psychologist and uh now it's going to be by focusing on research when it comes to trauma, especially child trauma. Um, that's what I will be focusing on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so
0: You know, yeah. Your experience from the context, you know, and uh, your expertise, I just think, you know. Um... Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah, and the coaching program, the reason why I, I decided to um, start the coaching program is really for people out there who don't want to seek therapy. Yeah. Mm. because therapy seeing a therapist is labeling is labeling people don't want to get the impression that okay oh i'm seeing a therapist because when you see a therapist you have a diagnosis (laughs) you have a diagnosis but the coaching program you don't have to have a diagnosis as long as you're going through some emotional pain from the past then yes, I don't have to give you any diagnosis. We can just sit and have a conversation about that and we can find a way to heal. We can find a way to help you heal and go through the process and now you can better move forward. We don't have to talk about being diagnosing you because it's it's very scary to some people because there's a stigma and all that. So that's why the coaching comes into place, yes.
0: Yeah. I just recently uh, graduated from my coaching course and that's All right congratulations thank you thank you yeah. I, I hesitated to go study psychology or do coaching since I'm, i have three little daughters i'm like okay yeah. let me start with the coaching i will I see if, right and see life. how it works right yeah and see if i want to you know do psychology later but um we need more and more of yeah like, yeah, yeah we this. definitely
1: need more yeah talking yeah.
0: about this because um with, with also um, our context and poverty and the lack of awareness, even the the, the knowing what a child needs, mm-hmm. it just perpetuates all of this. So it's a lot,
1: and yeah. we even go deeper, and we we wonder because even though not every child back home goes through the same type of abuse I went through, there's still the way corporate punishment is back home and the way we are to be so submissive and to comply to everything um it concealed we get concealed mentally mm-hmm. and which brings me to the point where why is it that we're not developing why is it that we're not thinking we're not dreaming base we don't have we're not ambitious we don't we don't have dreams and uh, we are limited in our thinking and that's based on the fact that as a child, you want to think, you want to train and, and encouraged to think big. And the only thing you know is, okay, you go to school, you get education, you get a good job, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a, you, that's, that's your dream right there. <laughs> you don't yeah. think, and we're wondering why, you know, the African continent, we're not making a lot of progress because a lot of us, we're not, we weren't raised to think big and to have an innovative mindset way of thinking, We just We limit ourselves. We we are very smart people. We have a lot of potential, but we just don't have enough ambition because we were concealed mentally as children the way we were treated.
0: Yeah, yeah. And actually, even if we don't talk about it, we spend our adult lives Mm-hmm. For those who don't uh, realize, it actually is surviving from our childhoods, you
1: know. Yeah, yeah, that's what a lot of people that just, like I said, even for me to know about the fact that it was trauma that I'm suffering with, I had to go to school and learn about human behavior. Otherwise, I, yeah, I would not have known. I would just kept going around and struggling and just be like, okay, it's just maybe I just, I just have low self-esteem, maybe I'm just a, an introvert, a shy person, maybe it's just the way I was going. But no, no, yeah. those, were not, no those, con- those were contributing factors. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And what I really like about your story is that you had the strength to know who you are inside, despite what people were telling you, because finally, if you were acting out or whatever, it was because of the abuse you were going through. What people thought you were it was never you you were mm-hmm. never, never the
1: stubborn, kid yep. or whatever it was the suffering it was, it was the suffering and it was my way of displaying it it was my way of expressing that i'm suffering yeah, Back yeah. On, you know, we don't think about yeah. those kind of things you know yeah you know, the 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 more you act up the the the, the more intense the beating is becoming <laughs> so.
0: no one stops to say but wait where they've been, why is this this child always acting like this? Like,
1: no, never, they don't look at it like that. They just, okay, child is acting up. all we're going to do. We're going to punish the child. We're going to beat them up so yeah. they can, yeah. And no, they don't think about why, 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 no. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, Just my own curiosity, um, that your uncle, uncles you grew up with, where are they now? And what kind of relationship do you have with them? And
1: yeah, the, that's a very good question. Uh, still back home, um, Hmm. I mean, I, I, I've spoken to my uncle since I've been here a few times. Um, I try to move past it. And now, I mean, I'm an adult now, and uh, the conversation obviously is a little different. But you know, I guess a part of me still has some. Um, I haven't completely let go, to be honest. You know, I, I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I have. I, I don't think I've completely let go. I think I've I've gone to the point where you know what I figured out. You know what, I can't be mad at somebody. You know, what's done is done, but. I've interacted with him, not as much as I should, as I often, my mom always tell me, oh, you don't call your uncle, and uncle usually say, oh, you don't call me. And, I, <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, well, you know, and and the whole thing, and it's not just him, it's just the whole rest of the family. It's kind of like when I got here, I, I've I've disconnected. Yeah, I've completely disconnected, and uh, I will tell you, I've been here for 15 years. I never visited back home again since I've been yeah. here, and I not get blamed for that. Oh, why are you not going back? It's not like I want to go back to my country and visit and see what's going on, but I just don't have it. You know, I don't have that motivation. Just like people are usually exciting when they go back home to. No, I just I do. I don't feel that. I don't. I don't yeah. have that. Yeah, I don't have that excitement. Because, I mean, I don't, have, I don't have anything to look forward there, to be honest. Yeah. I've completely disconnected from everyone. Um, yeah, and I, my mom often, like, oh, hey, your auntie greeted, your uncle greeted. You know, and I'm just, okay, fine. But, and even herself, she doesn't even understand. She doesn't understand. it. just, I, they don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, but they don't understand that, okay, you know, they are still... Some scars somewhere and you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. I mean, um I I've been out to twenty five years and I've been to Cameroon twice. Mm. And each time I felt I was going to die. Wow, yeah. 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 It, it was not it was nothing I was looking forward to. Wow, yeah. Because I, I went and drank coffee. I would I didn't tell my friends why I was I was calling them to go drink a coffee, but for me it was literally in my mind telling them goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because that's that's what is stored in my brain and in my body those all those experiences right mm-hmm. um i thanked a woman on facebook um no on instagram recently i told her because she moved back from montreal to yaoundé i thanked wow. her like thank you for showing a cameroon i don't know because you, mm-hmm. you see her going eating lunch with her friends taking care of her kids her, her parents you know she has two kids wow. the grandparents there I told I, I, I mesmerized. That's not my Cameroon. My yeah. Cameroon is the beatings, the neglect. Right, 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 they, yeah.
1: You see? The memories so, there are just bad. I mean yeah. <laughs> the memories there are just bad. I'm just not I mean I wanna go and see I mean I'm I miss my country in general, but I, I'm just not motivated. I, you know, the memories are yeah. just bad. I don't have I, I'm not motivated. I you know, and I get blamed for that. Oh, you haven't been back, you know. And I'm just yeah. mm-hmm. and people, why you've been here? You mm-hmm. just yeah. I, I don't have anything to look forward to there. I'm not. I don't feel it.
0: <laughs> Thank you, because I, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's a real struggle for me. Yeah, to
1: like my wife. My wife every nine and she will tell me, "Oh, we need to go back home and bring the kids." I'm like, mm, the kids, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? The kids. <laughs> You know what, yeah. I think I may need to go there first. Um, yeah. Because, um, yeah, I'm like, my kids, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, yeah, right? I just don't trust people back home with my kids. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's because of all what we, we saw. Yeah. And,
1: and for her, I mean, I can understand that her experience was different. Her, she, she was raised in a loving family. I met mean, her parents, they come here every year. For her experiences, there was no sort. She has a beautiful, loving parent and she, you know, beautiful family. So her experience is different. So she's like, oh, no, we need to go back home. I need to see such and such. We need to. I'm like, yeah. yeah no okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, and that's why listen. if you want to go, you can go, but I'm not, I'm, you know, especially the yeah. kids. I, I, I can go, but these kids, I, I don't trust them. I, I don't trust them with people back home. I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh my. yeah. We're not getting to that. Even like getting someone to be like a, my kids to go to daycare or not is a, how I've struggled just based on my experience, what I saw as a child or what I experienced. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, even yeah. My, my wife and I, we, our kids, we didn't even went to daycare. Nah, yeah. not, no, we're not doing that. Yeah. Doing that. They they go to school. Yeah, okay. The, the four years old, they go to school, but they, they never went to daycare. We made yeah. a decision that, okay, I will go to work, and she, she's going to be home, and, you know, we're going take care of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah <most, laughs> no problem yeah. with that. So they're not yeah. going to daycare, because I don't know yeah. how you're going to treat them. I,
0: yeah. Yeah. It just wires you differently right even when yeah. i go to parties i don't leave my kids they just fly to a different room with other kids they're going to play there no 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 my kids don't do that no, without an no. adult watching who is playing there exactly Mm-mm. no 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 yeah. just yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's lived experience
1: yeah one yeah. would tell it's me that totally
0: um, it's okay it's just kids i'm like uh-huh yeah
1: <laughs> no, 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 you know no. i'm very call me overprotective but yeah
0: yeah,
1: uh, I rather deceive than sorry.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I totally uh, got that. So any final words before we wrap up this? Uh...
1: I mean, what I would like to tell your audience is that, um, you know, don't run away from your past and, you know, don't be in denial about your past, um, but find a way to be in tune with who you are and give yourself a permission to heal, and move forward. Uh, don't let your past hold you back you know um and pursue your dream i know it's not easy to go after the things that you want but you got to push forward because i found that we shouldn't limit ourselves because we feel like okay you know what i want to do this but you know you're coming up with all these excuses of why you're not doing it uh, just go after it you know just, just just go after it um you know i just want to encourage people and see people doing well and i don't want people to be held back because you're struggling emotionally. Um, and uh, because that is, I believe that is the number one barrier um, that prevents people from moving forward. Because to me, I strongly believe that the quality of your life is determined um, by the quality of your emotional state. If you don't think right, you're not going to act right. And if you don't act right, your life ends moving forward. So, you need to do it and you need to take care of your mental well being. Because that, and the sad thing is, that's the part that gets neglected the most. But you don't realize it if you're not mentally stable, if you're not emotionally stable, if you don't have that inner peace and inner balance, that is what's stopping you from moving forward and doing the things that you want to
0: do very sound advice and amazing words. So thank you so much for this conversation Arnold. Um, No
1: problem. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, I congratulate you and I want to acknowledge you for, you know, deciding to become a coach and help people who are suffering from trauma because it's, you know, um, we want to turn our pain to passion and help other people. You know, um, someone like you, someone like myself, We've been able to, we were fortunate to learn that, okay, we have a past and we have some healing to do, but it does not prevent us from moving forward. But a lot of people are not there. They don't even know what's going on with them. And we have to help them. We have this obligation to pull people out of the ditch and tell Mm -hmm. them, that, hey, you know what? It's okay to feel this way, but there is a way out.
0: There's a way out. I think yeah, that's yeah. a beautiful message, that there's, yeah. a,
1: there's a way out. There's a way out, yeah. yeah, yeah.